Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast once again. And today we're going to talk about how to stand out from the very crowded event planning market. So a lot of times when I speak to event planners about the competition in the market or how to stand out in the market, the first thing they think about is what can they do or what kind of services they can provide that is unique that's going to have them stand out in the market. So I have known of event planners when they think about standing out in the market, they have to do something extraordinary or provide a service or a product that is not commonly seen in the market. So let me give you one example, all right? Say they don't want to use certain verbiage that is commonly used in the market or on social media because they don't want to be categorized like the rest of the event planners. So on their website, they, instead of calling themselves the wedding planner, in Virginia, they call themselves some funky name. I, I can't think of I can't think of anything right now at the top of my head. They call themselves something else. Or if you are planning a uh, a birthday party, okay, a birthday party or a uh, milestone celebration, you instead of calling it a milestone celebration or birthday party, you call it uh, fête du jour or you call it something that makes it sound, in your opinion. Um, more sophisticated, more unique. You call it soiree, which is fine as well. It's just that for you, in your opinion, being unique means using verbiage or providing a service, a tangible product, okay? A tangible product that nobody can copy. So, I want to throw a word of caution when it comes to that. So I'm going to use a website, for instance, okay? If you are using some verbiage that is not commonly used, if you call yourself the wedding ninja or the um, some other terms apart from wedding planner, okay? Because wedding planner sounds so vanilla, right? You call yourself something else or the... Um, the godmother of, of all weddings or something like that. Anything that you want to say on your website that you think is going to differentiate yourself from the rest of the market because you call yourself something else instead of calling yourself a wedding planner, just know that this is for you, okay? In your opinion, this is how you think you can stand out. But I will tell you as a consumer who comes to your website, if I don't understand what you're saying, then I won't buy from you. You can be unique and that 
makes your ego feels really good. But if I don't understand what you're trying to convey, I come to your website, it's all very fufu, it's beautiful, but I have no idea in the first three seconds who you help, how you help, and what you do, then I won't buy from you. So don't think that, don't think that by being unique means that you have to use a certain language or you have to um, position yourself in a fashion that is not commonly understood or perceived by your market. That is the only way to stand out. No, that's, that's not true. That's not the right way to do it. Okay. And when you try to adopt a certain persona, okay, if you try to adopt a certain persona because you want to distinguish yourself from the rest of the competition, if you're a wedding planner or even just a corporate planner, if you want to distinguish yourself from the rest of the competition and you adopt a certain persona because you feel that by adopting this persona is going to differentiate you from the market, but this persona is not you. This persona is not the true you. And this persona is very strange that people may not understand who are you? What, are, what services are you providing? And how do you help? And who do you help? Then they won't buy from you. They'll be like, oh yeah, there's this person out there, but you know, he's really cool. She's really cool. But honestly, I don't know if she understands what I need. You know, a lot of your consumers, at the end of the day, they're just regular human beings, all right? They're just regular human beings who, who needs help for the event. And how do you do sales? How do you get a lot of sales? People buy from people whom they think that they can understand their problem the best and offer the best solution, okay? You don't have to try to be unique. Just be you, be who you are. As I was saying, if you adopt a persona and the persona is not you, how long can you put up the pretense, right? If you feel that, if you feel that, Okay, that event planner that you you seen in your market and she's getting all these bookings and she is 100% or 360 degrees different from you. She is nothing like you. But if you feel that you need to look like that person, you need to speak like that person, you need to dress like that person and you need to offer exactly what that person is offering in order to grab a piece of the market share. But that persona does not even resonate with you. What she's offering doesn't even resonate with what you like to do. How long are you going to put up with a pretense? You will experience imposter syndrome ASAP immediately because you are not selling the true you. Again, people buy from someone who they know, like, and trust and believe that you can solve their problem. If you adopt a different persona, are you able to solve the problem that your competition is solving, but you want to offer the solution because you don't want to miss out in that market? This is a question you have to ask yourself. My way of standing out in the market is truly embracing who I am. Products can be copied, okay? Products can be copied. The type of services you offer can be copied. What can't you copy? You, your personality, your deliverance, how you deliver your services cannot be copied. So you are already unique by default. 
There's only one you. So the faster you are able to embrace who you are, what you like to do, and the people that you like to work with, the faster you can stand out in the market. Okay? So don't think about you want to be unique, how you want to be unique. And if the uniqueness is not part of you, it doesn't resonate with you and there's no longevity, you're going to fizzle out. Okay? You're going to fizzle out because everything else can be copied. What can be copied? You, your personality. Okay? Your personality. And another thing that you can stand out in the market is this is a long game. Marketing yourself is a long game. I will guarantee you the reason why people or business owners or event planners, they don't last more than three years in the business. Three years is being lenient, okay? They don't last more than three years in the business because they're not making money. It's because there is no consistency. And whatever they're doing, they're just following the trend. And when they're following the trend, they're not honoring their true self. They're not honoring what they really love to do and is good at. So they don't show up consistently because it's tiring to be someone else. So they don't show up consistently and they get discouraged when they don't see bookings. And they start talking to everyone instead of the one target audience that they really want to work with because they're just putting throwing spaghetti on the wall. So if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. So if I listen to you, if I'm interested in following you on your social media, and one day you're talking about helping this, helping weddings, and then the next day you're talking about doing a conference for 500 people, I will be questioning, who exactly do you help? Are you able to help me? Because I want a wedding planner who's able to fully focus on me and not focusing on a 500 people conference. Do you have a team that is able to focus on me? So your messaging has to be so clear, right? And one day you're talking about you doing balloon gallons. The next day you're talking about planning an incentive trip for a company. What exactly do you do? What are you known for? So understand, what do you want to be known for in the market? I am known for in my market for being direct, for being extremely resourceful, and being an event strategist. When I work with a client, I embrace who I am. I don't try to hide my personality and try to be a little mousy may or try to play nice because I want the client to know exactly what they're getting themselves into when they're working with me. I want them to know how I function, how I think. And when you start embracing who you are, you start attracting some version of you because if this potential client decide to work with you, that means they like your style because they are like that too. A lot of people, I mean, people love themselves more than anything else at the end of the day, okay, ultimately. So they like a version of themselves. So if they're able to resonate with you, it's because either you have something that they don't have and that you're, attract their, you're, you know, you're attracting them or they're being attracted by you or you have something that they have very similar and they can jibe with you, all right? So either you have something that they really want, but they don't have, so they decide to work with you, or you are some version of them so that they like to hang out with you. You have common interests and common way of thinking. So I will, I will be very clear with what I want, 
how I do certain things, how I think with my potential clients. So they understand my train of thoughts. And then I let them decide whether they want to work with me. And I'm known in industry for being very strategic, right? I will sit down and I share how my thoughts on how I will plan certain events. I don't copy what other event planners are doing. How they're doing their business and how they're planning their events is none of my business. I stay in my own lane. I keep my blinders on. I focus on me, not on other people. I focus on my own visibility. I focus on building my pipeline. I focus on staying consistent, consistently showing up in my marketplace, either by social media or either in person and always delivering the same message on who I help, how I help and why you need to work with me. Always delivering the same message, who I help, how I help and why we should be working together. Okay, so, and also make sure that you deliver what you promise. So if you say that you can do X, Y, Z, you better show up and do X, Y, Z because the only thing that you have is your reputation, is trust, all right? Building trust and your reputation and your brand. If that's tarnished, it takes a long time to build that up. So instead of chasing the next trend, what's the next trending, trending thing to do? All right, what's the next thing that you need to be doing because you're watching TikTok and you're watching IG Rail? Like, what is the trend right now? You just follow the trend. If you're following the trend, did you hear what I just said? You're following, you're not leading. If you're following, you are not standing out because you're competing against a million people who are following. Everybody is following everybody, right? So the person that has the biggest standout in the market is someone who has so much conviction in who they are as a person, who they like to work with, how they work, and how they deliver what they promise to deliver. So just remember, it all starts with you, not the external environment, okay? If you follow the trend, follow the next big thing, it's good to keep yourself updated with what is going on in the industry. But if what is going on in industry doesn't resonate with you and it's not your style, don't do it because you will do a sloppy job and you won't do it for long-term because that's not you. That's why you don't see me doing balloon garlands. You don't see me doing treats table. That's not my thing. You don't see me doing pipe and drape. That's not my thing. Now, I see so many of you wanting to do backdrops, pipe and drape. Is that your thing? Do you enjoy doing that? Do you enjoy doing centerpiece? Do you enjoy doing treats table? What do you get out? What is the most enjoyment you get out of whatever you do? That's your passion. That's your strength. That's how you're going to stand out. If you love doing balloon garlands, we have a member inside our program. She's what I call the balloon sculpture. All right. She does balloon sculpture. She's balloon artistry. That's all she does day in, day out. And she is known in the industry, in the field, in the balloon field to be the number one or one of the best. So ask yourself, what do you want to be known for? What is that one thing that you want people to know about you? And just focus on that one thing. And that's how you stand out in the market. All right. So 
I hope today's session gives you some clarity how you, you can stand out in the market. It's not following the next big thing. It's following who you truly are, understanding who you truly are and who do you want to work with and what are you really good at and how do you stay, how do you stay in the game longer than everybody else? That's how you stand out in the market. All right. So thank you so much for listening. If this has helped you in getting some ideas on how to stand out in, your, in, in, in the market, share this with a fellow event planner or any business owners because this is business fundamental 101. Doesn't have to apply to event planners. Can be designers, could be venues, could be any small business owner. So share, share our podcast, give us a review, give us a rating because we have a goal to reach the number one podcast for small business owners, event planners in the next five years. And I need your help to do that. Thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking with you once again next Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes. 